Welcome back, everyone, to the Everyday Hustle. Happy to have you here. Again, thank you. Today's thank you. guest is Linda Elaine, who is an online content creator um, and makes content around positivity, spirituality, hair locks, um, and just overall is a truth seeker, I would say. So I'm excited to have you here, Linda. Thank you. Thank you so much. Awesome. I'm excited that you even want me to be on your podcast. Yeah, you know what? I met you like a few years ago at YouTube Black. Mm-hmm. And instantly I knew there was something about you that, you know, that was around positivity. You were radiated. And I was just like, Aww. okay, I'm going to keep in Thank touch. Thank you. Um, so I'm excited to, to learn, you know, what your journey has been in the mm-hmm. last several years, what your content is all about. Um, so perhaps, yeah, in 60 seconds or so, let the viewers and, every, and everyone tuning in know a little bit more about you and what you do. All right. So, hey, guys, I'm Linda Elaine, and I'm a full-time blogger now. So I actually started my YouTube in 2006. Um, so I did it throughout high school and college. But, you know, after graduating college was when I, like, took it a lot more serious. And I just became a full-time blogger. But... My content has kind of changed throughout the years. Um, When I first started, it was more like beauty blogging and vlogging on trips and stuff like that. But as I started kind of my spiritual journey and my lock journey, I kind of wanted to add that aspect of my life on it. So it's pretty much now about like spirituality, lifestyle, health and wellness, and just living pretty much a better life in a more positive way. Yeah, I I was looking on your YouTube channel and one video that popped out to me or stood out was uh you had one on the left side it was an image of you smoking something and then the, the, <laughs> the next side just had this positivity you know um type of imagery so how has your <laughs> life changed from and again i'm not judging people who smoke you know one thing i, I i've come to realize as i mature is you know people are just trying to figure it out Right. And people are trying to cope. People are dealing with all kinds of stresses. And, you know, I don't judge. But clearly you've gone from that to there. And maybe you can share, you know, how your life has been, you know, different from from there and now. Got you. So I would say, you know, back then, obviously, I was much younger. And that was like the days where it was like I wanted to go out. I wanted to have drinks with friends, do hookah. And what made it so ironic is I actually hated smoke. Like growing up, like I always told like my friends or family, like don't smoke, like da 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 da. And then I, you know, started smoking hookah randomly. And it was just kind of like one of those times that I just always wanted to be out, I guess. But really and truly, I feel like I wasn't necessarily tapping into myself because I did grow up spiritual, um, but I didn't, really come into my own I feel like until maybe a couple years ago mm-hmm. that's really when it was like okay like I know I'm a different person but basically yeah. for me it was just kind of like waking up and just being like okay why am I putting certain toxic things in my body and I know like when I went vegan that was probably like the biggest transition now that I'm going like four years vegan but it was kind of like what's the purpose of putting toxic things in my body if that's not going to help me mm-hmm. in any way so uh, my life is completely different <laughs> than that picture that was on the left compared to now. However, again, I'm not judging anybody either. 
you know, for what they do or how they handle or cope with stress. But it wasn't even necessarily a stress or coping mechanism. It was more so just like being young and just, I guess, being fluid. Um, but really and truly, it was blocking the things that I needed to be focusing on for my own personal growth. Got it. You, you know, for those who are tuned in, they hear they might they may have heard the word spiritual a lot. What does that mean? Because you said you grew up spiritual. Is that in the church? Is that some sort of is that meditation? Is that, you know, what 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 does that mean to you growing up spiritual? You, you said, of course. So like for me and this is not to offend anybody in any of, you know, of anyone's course. beliefs, um, because I believe we're all capable of believing what we choose to. Um, but as far as for me, spirituality, the best quote that I can think of that describes spirituality for me is religion was kind of like being in a fish tank versus spirituality is like being in the ocean. You're able to just be open to whatever comes to you, whatever, you know, beliefs you want to believe versus if you're in a fish tank, it's kind of like the glass ceiling mechanism with religion. It's like, okay, someone's telling you exactly what to believe in and then you're supposed to follow or abide by whatever that is versus spirituality is like you're able to just believe what you choose to believe mm-hmm. and you know worship whatever you choose to worship but for me in that case i mean i still believe in god i still pray when i meditate i'm praying so mm-hmm. to me it's just being more open that's what spirituality yeah, is to I, me. that's that's the key word for me right there is open and what mm-hmm. i mean what i mean by that is i was having a conversation with a friend of mine this week and I told him that I'm becoming more open mm-hmm. to to just um, learning and versus, you know, stuck in my own ideologies. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you are, let's say, raised a specific religion, mm-hmm. you are automatically essentially boxed and now you are focused on this belief here. Any other, you know, type of pathways, religion, way of you know faith you kind of just kind of not necessarily despise but it's kind of like it's it's indifferent right like it's completely different from what you do mm-hmm. but now i'm open where like i'm i'm thrilled almost to learn why people you know follow certain faiths mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. people are in the specific religion and it just opens up dialogue and it just allows you to increase your knowledge versus judging and feeling like you know, just focusing on the differences because there are so much similarities. Of course. And the pathway is all the same. Everybody's just looking for, to, you know, I would say connect closer to the source, right? Exactly. And, um, yeah, I just think uh, open openness is, uh, is huge. And I do believe spirituality um, allows you to, to get there um, for sure. Yes, I agree. And I, I believe that's beautiful how you said it as well. Like, it's, it's really about just learning, you know, the fact that people grow up differently. I have no quarrels with if you're religious or whatever the case may be. I'm, I'm open to wanting to hear, you know, your way of thinking as well. Yeah. But for me, it's just, I'm fluid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you into uh, astrology? I am. <laughs> okay, so please convince me that I should take astrology seriously. Because anytime someone asks me about you know, what my sign is. I, my, my first response is, are we really going to do this? <laughs> well, then you would be annoyed by me because I'm the person that's like, 
I'll have two, maybe two words with the person. If it clicks or something feels a little off, I'm like, what's your sign? So yeah, that's, that's me. I'm one of those people. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah, convince me why maybe I should start being more open to astrology. Because clearly okay. I have my biases. As of course. See. Of course. So let me know. Well, whew, that's a hard one. So again, my, my mom is very much so into astrology. So ever since I was a kid, this was something that was always like taught to us, astrology, numerology, um, just about the universe, where the planets are, all of these things. So for me, it's like second nature. But if I had to convince someone, it's deeper than that. So it's deeper than just your sun sign. So somebody may say, okay, what's your zodiac, Adam? And you tell them and it's like, oh, okay, like you have, you know, traits of that. However, it's based more so on the time of day that you were born. So basically it's, it's where the planets were at that very given moment. So we all have signs in every planet and each planet represents a different aspect. To me, if you do your natal chart, you, you figure out so much about yourself and it's a way to like connect with each planet. And then you could be like, oh yeah, I do have that aspect when it comes to how I handle career or how I handle how I communicate or how I handle my aggression, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know if that really answers your question, but you know, you might want to sit down one day and do a natal chart so that you can really pick it apart and see if it if it goes with you because it's hard to really convince people that you know where the stars were where the planets were all those things shape kind of who we are because again if you're religious then you're not looking at astrology as a means to anything you're you're looking at astrology as some people tell me like oh that's devil stuff or whatever the case may be because there's no you're not being receptive to it so it's really hard to answer that question i'll be honest yeah well, yeah, you said it was the natal chart? Yes, your natal chart will give you all your zodiacs in every planet. And okay. you'll just need your time of birth and your birthplace. And um, that's about it. I mean, some people are really good at it and some people are, you know. But natal yeah. chart, that's what you want. <laughs> okay, I will certainly look into it. Of course. Um, you mentioned your mom. Mm -hmm. uh, so what was your your parents your mom like um growing up or even to this point i would say so my mom and i are pretty much free-spirited people like if i had to choose i believe like my hippiest ways do come from her um however i do think i'm a lot more free-spirited than she is um but she's just very like into the universe into the planets into all the things like the sci-fi the deeper stuff so like when i was a kid like i was five and we were talking about egypt and the pyramids and the how you know things like that things that like normal five-year-olds probably weren't talking about my mom was talking about that to us or like the subliminals and commercials or all those things. So I think I was really intrigued was like when I did graduate college, when I switched my major from pre-med, I ended up graduating with um, business with a concentration of marketing because it's just so deep how they dive into our subconscious in order to set. Mm -hmm. It was like, those were the type of conversations I would have with my mom as a kid. So she's very, awesome. very out there. I can't even imagine you getting angry. Of course you probably do. But, um, how do you, like, do you get angry? And if so, like, how do you recenter? So, again, for my natal chart, <laughs> when I was younger, my mom said, 
one of my things that I needed to work on in this, in this lifetime was my attitude. So like when I was a kid, I had an attitude problem. Like it was really bad. And then, you know, it was one of those things that I knew that I had to work on. So I continuously like tried to like tell myself, okay, like if I'm feeling this type of way, because my mom always said like, or she still says, um, basically no one is in charge of how you feel. Only you can make yourself feel some type of way. So I try to like, you know, abide by that and live by that with everything. So when I do feel myself kind of getting frustrated nowadays, it really takes a lot to push me there. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty much the person that you have to like keep pushing, pushing, pushing until I fall off the cliff. But even so now, like I don't really yell, like I don't actually yell at all. Like if you, you hear me yelling, something must really be wrong. Yeah. Um, but to get to this point, like it, it took a lot of meditation, a lot of breathing, um, because before I used to pop off, like, I'm mm-hmm. from the East Coast, so I was right. a person. Um, but meditating and things like that and just, you know. Yeah, I think you can always tell, you know, people's emotional intelligence based on their anger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, there's some serious emotional intelligence to be able to recenter and uh, to just process and be aware of your emotions as they're happening in real time and it's not something that a lot of people can't be just be born with it requires practice it requires yeah a lot of processing in in real time to 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 really deal with the situation at hand so good to know you've done the work um for sure of course thank you and and it's not a like a done process like oh i'm I'm perfect now i don't get angry this is something that I work on every day. Like I'm still a work in progress with everything. Like healing journeys aren't overnight. So can't take full credit. (laughs) For sure. What advice would you give to a listener who has a lot of troubles or worries a lot in their life? I think the advice that I would give is one, spending time alone. Like I try to, I try to tell like my friends and things like that, like, once you learn yourself and you learn your likes and your dislikes, like it's easier to, you know, know what energy and by energy, I mean people, what people you need to be around, what people you don't need to be around. But a lot of times, you know, we are codependent on friends or we're codependent on relationships yeah, yeah. that we never really learn who we actually are. As Absolutely. People. So I feel like the biggest thing, especially for, you know, the youth like jumping in relationships and you go from relationship to relationship it's like you're not really learning anything about yourself Mm -hmm. so when you're having these traumas or you went through these traumas like the biggest thing is like you have to open those wounds in order to heal them properly it's not just about covering it up and acting like that didn't actually happen but in order to do that you have to be alone and you have to tap into yourself and see why is this something that triggers me Mm -hmm. you know and you can't do that I was speaking to one of my homegirls who was married for 14 years mm-hmm. and she's been um, alone for the for the last two, maybe three mm-hmm. years. And I asked her, aren't you lonely? Mm-hmm. And she's like, never. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's like, people who can't be alone are almost losers. Yeah. And I was like, true. whoa. It, <laughs> it was just like a profound moment for me right there and then. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. She definitely has done some did the work you know because yeah right i practice that a lot too where uh i always go within like before i start counseling with people i already know mm-hmm. the answer right you know what i mean like usually when i come to counsel or talk to people about my situation 
I'm not looking for validation. I'm there mm-hmm. to tell them my re- almost my reasoning. And if they can shed some light, fantastic. Right. But I've already gone within. I've already gone. I've already like prayed on it. I've already gone within. I'm not coming to y'all for, for, for y'all to guide me. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I certainly agree that um, going within and, you know, knowing yourself and spending some time by yourself is critical in the the expansion of your soul, the expansion of your character. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those who are tuning in, um, the answers are almost always within. I'm not of saying course. don't counsel with people. You should. But the answer is usually almost there waiting always and another big thing i feel like we like when they say tapping into your inner child like that's really big because what people don't realize is as children we kind of show you who we are we show you what we like we Mm -hmm. you know we we show you the colors we like or the things that we're interested in but societal norms kind of like shapes the way children then change their perception of what they want to be it's like sometimes kids will show you that they want to be a dancer from from three years old but then it's like you're drilling to be a lawyer in their head and it's like but that's not really what they want to do that's not their passion so it's like tapping into your passions too i feel like that's what helps you like on your journey you know like learning what it was that you enjoyed doing since you were a youth because that helps you along your journey you know got it yeah i agree as we're coming towards the end of the podcast how does linda unwind what does that typically look like for you <laughs> well i love my sleep so i will say that um i definitely think that seven hours is key no less than that but my unwinding is usually i'm a music head so i love listening to music and um basically ever since i finished um my last 30 day fast i'm not listening to music as much as i normally have but at the same time like that's just something that's big the moment i wake up I'm turning music on and it's staying on until I fall asleep. Um, And then usually when I'm like ready to kind of go to sleep, crystal bowl music and things like that, that's really how I try to get into like my unwinding session or I might do a guided meditation, something like that to kind of like, you know, set, set my end of the day affirmations, you know? Awesome. Well, Thank you so much for stopping by here at the Everyday Hustle podcast, Linda. How can uh, people keep up with you? What are you? What, where are you on social? Do you have any products? Kind of let them know where they can um, continue, you know, ch- um, rooting for you on your journey and, and learning from you. Well, thank you. Well, first, I want to say thank you for having me again. Um, but basically, if you guys wanted to keep up with me, you can find me on YouTube at I am Linda Elaine. Um, and that's I am as A-M, Linda Elaine. And Instagram, it is the same. I am Linda Elaine. And pretty much that's my tag on everything. At this moment, I'm actually working on a spiritual box. So I'm really excited about that. And I'll have more info soon. Amazing. Well, <laughs> thank you again for stopping by. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Be sure to check out all of the links. Thank you. And you guys have a blessed day. See you, Linda. Thank you. Bye. Really hope you enjoyed today's podcast here at The Everyday Hustle. Subscribe and follow the podcast. Be sure to tune into the videos on youtube.com slash everyday hustle. Stay humble. Stay hustling. Catch you guys on the next episode right here at The Everyday Hustle.